0: In regard to what is happening with the deaths of Al Wilson and Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, where do you feel music is going and why are they burning themselves out like this? <clears throat> well, I guess that great creative burst of energy that happened three or four years ago was hard to sustain. And for sensitive people, I guess. Uh, uh, they might be dissatisfied with anything except, you know, the heights. And uh, when reality stops fulfilling their inner vision, I guess they get depressed. But that, that's, that's not my theory on why people die. You know, what is <laughs> I have. Sometimes it could be an accident. Sometimes it could be suicide. Sometimes it could be murder. There are a lot of ways people die. I don't really know. How do you think Oh. What a morbid question. <laughs> I hope at about age uh, 120 with a sense of humor and a nice comfortable bed with, <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't want anybody around. I just want to quietly drift off.
1: Guys, presented by the good people
0: at the Bodbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive.
1: They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history, protect us twentieth Central university. A study on why is real. Two hundred nine. A study on on why is called called genocide.
0: Shame on Shame on fool can't get
1: fooled again. Boom! All right, everybody, welcome to episode two seventy nine of the Arn Jacob Do America podcast. I am your host in the place to be, Mr. Jacob Pete, and sitting right across from me. Is a monkey. No, it's not the brown recluse, Mr. Artreo, but he is brown. He is funky like a monkey. But no, sitting to my digital left or digital right. Yeah. Okay. There we go. For the YouTube. <laughs> is the brown recluse, Mr. Artreo. Daddy, as some women call him. Uh, Art, say hello to the milk.
2: and millions. What the fuck is up, guys? Um, I just did one of these little bow things, right? Where you like put your hands together and bow. A namaste. Uh, yeah so like i really wanted to like uh there was this dude me and my buddy chris we he like introduced me to this dude one time we're all just hanging out and he he would do that to people when he would meet them and i was like dude that was like the most like pretentious like fucking thing i've ever seen (laughs) but like i was like but it was so funny at the same time like i was like dude i want to start doing that to people but anyways guys uh welcome to the show guys go to cavemancoffee.com check out uh Caveman Coffee. Go to cavemancoffee.com Check out their entire inventory. They got coffee beans. They got hibiscus tea. They got cow butter. They got everything you're ever going to need. Um, and use promo code America at checkout to receive 15% off. Um, tell Martin you, yeah, please take a picture of yourself wearing the shirt. Uh, tag us. Tag them. Drinking the coffee. Tag us. Tag them. Uh, doing whatever. Whatever they're selling, tag us and tag them. It shows that you care. That honestly is like just the advertising that's the only thing that really matters to me <laughs> and uh that's that's all i really care about is that so uh, other than that i don't even care if you buy anything <laughs> no, i'm <just> <laughs> go, go buy stuff just but
1: tag them and tag us
2: actually just just post a picture of your next bowel movement and tag us and tag them and <laughs> that'll be good enough namaste and then do one of these yeah
1: <laughs> do a namaste Uh, So speaking of sponsors, guys, everybody head on over to com. where the great and powerful Nicole Bosch has put together a luscious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. So head on over there, buy all this stuff that makes your heart twinkle. Uh, in your, your pp winkle i guess you can say so uh head on over there put all the stuff in the cart uh before you check out enter your credit card information or your paypal information or your apple pay or google pay whatever you're using crypto or dogecoin or whatever the fuck you're using to buy shit online these days before you do all that enter promo code art and jacob and the great and powerful nicole smith bosch will give you 10 percent off your entire purchase so uh with that said guys uh we're not here to talk about namaste's or bow movements or luscious arrays of merchandise art what are we here to talk about today
2: guys we're here to talk about the the 27 club yes sir Uh, club unfortunately i'll never get into not anymore (laughs) at least yeah um but um popular popular thing online so it's you know, worth discussing, worth an episode. So mm-hmm. I was like, Jacob pitched it and I was like, all right, that's interesting. That's an interesting uh topic. I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it'll be fun to cover. I'm sure we got some jokes.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> jokes also, too, in
1: the also too, Art's got a pending trip to uh the Hawaiian Islands, So it was an easy one to research as opposed to, uh, you know, figuring out the latest and greatest conspiracy theory or, Trying to figure out the or fucking solve a fucking cl- uh, cold case murder or whatnot. So I said we both like music. It's pretty easy. We we know all the players in the club, all the members, if you will. It's just a matter of organizing it all and putting into the show format. So that's yeah. why Art is sitting to my digital right today, uh, as you can see or hear. So
2: yeah, I gotta. I have a I have a lot to do. I, I haven't even had dinner yet. I'm gonna have probably have dinner after this, but like. Dude, it's it I the organizing for a trip this long is like not fun. Mm -hmm. And um that's it. I'm looking forward to the trip, but I'm not looking forward to the trip at the same time. So
1: speaking as someone that has gone to Hawaii, uh the 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 getting there and the coming back is hell, but the the sandwich in between the meat, if you will, makes it all worth it. So I'm kinda excited for you. Uh I know you're gonna hate the (laughs) the fucking walk to get to the terminal at LAX like that's who you're not gonna have to work legs for a few weeks sir on that but um yeah you're gonna have fun over in Hawaii sir so I can't wait to hear all about it on the next not the next Patreon maybe the Patreon after next so with uh, yeah. well, that said, uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. Art, what is the Twenty Seven Club? Is it is it the latest and greatest fucking club that's on Sunset, uh, the Sunset Strip or on Chester Avenue here in Bakersfield? What it, what it, is the Twenty Seven Club?
2: It's a club that's hard to get into at Disneyland. Oh, okay. uh, no, um, guys, the Twenty Seven Club I think really became popular. We'll, we'll get into like the the minushka of the whole thing, but uh, is uh, Brian Jones I believe was the first official member of the 27 club in the sense that when the the popularization of the phrase the 27 club became introduced but really it's the the uh the the club where young musicians age 27 which is still pretty young i know when Mm -hmm. when you're young you don't realize 27 is that young but that's pretty young you're in the prime uh
1: when i was 27 i thought i was an old ass man i remember telling the joke that i want the one of those walkers with like the tennis balls on it now at 37, I look back at 27, I was like, God damn, I was a baby.
2: Oh no, dude, at 27, dude, I wish I could go back to 27. Dude. Oh, 27, God. I could still stay up like till midnight, I could go <laughs> see concerts, my body was recovering, right? Everything was good. And like now, here I am in my mid 30s, and it's just like, I'm tired from packing, <laughs> and it's just like, I, I feel can't like. Believe it.
1: I feel like Johnny cash at the, in that video hurt <laughs> like, like where he's all decrepit and like, yeah, Jacob's are... over
2: here pouring wine on his piano and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, what happened is like, I fed the dogs and it's like 110 outside.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> looked like a prune and shit. Uh, but no. Yeah. Like 27. Yeah. That is baby shit. And then, when you look at the members of the 27 club, it's, it, you. they don't look, to me, they don't look 27 because I feel like, damn, I was a fucking baby at 27. And they just like, they, to me, like they still feel older and wiser and greater or whatever. Like yeah. God, like, like I see a picture of Jim Morrison who spoiler alert, is a part of this club. And I'm like, damn, like that's, a, like that's just like a stroke. Like he would have a podcast right now that would probably rival Joe Rogan right now. Like, I feel like he would be like a strong, you know, you know, fatherly figure or whatever. But no, this motherfucker I've outlived Jim Morrison, like this god of fucking rock and roll.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, we'll get into it. I have my my opinions on the on the 27 Club and how it is, but Jim Morrison to me, just because I'm a big fan of the Doors, was like the guy that really introduced me like the first time I ever heard of the 27 Club mm-hmm. was because Jim Morrison was the 27 in the 27 club um and um but i don't know if you want to get into where the the term came from like where it truly came from Mm.
1: well let's go over a couple theories yeah yeah let's we'll get into it but uh, a couple of theories is is okay like art said it's a bunch of you know music popular musicians gods if you will of the rock and roll genre um that passed away at age 27 uh many people have a lot of theories of why that happened. Uh one is one that I thought that was kind of like woo-woo was the um Saturn's return. And basically, if you're into uh like horoscopes and watching the stars and whatnot, and one podcast I was listening to like went into super great detail of like when each you know musician was born under what sign and Uh, on the day of their death like what was going on astrologically and shit and i was like to me like that's a bunch of bullshit and woo woo whatever but i guess they believe it because it matched up in their their little uh readings or whatever but basically the theory of uh, saturn's return means the day that you were born uh, whatever position saturn was in it doesn't return to that position again until you're around like 27, 28, 29, because you got to account for leap years and all that shit, right? But uh, all of these musicians, supposedly uh, the day that they passed, that was the return to Saturn um, on their death day, which signifies, which always signifies like a really tragic event and whatnot, right? I always reference I had a really rough 2011, which would correlate to me being around that 27, 28 year old. Uh, time frame and whatnot so again it's that that's in a nutshell i mean maybe that's a future episode into itself but wikipedia that shit ladies and gentlemen Uh, but that's one theory that's out there about why all these musicians died at the age of 27 Uh, another theory is the white lighter theory and this kind of really takes off after the deaths of Jimi hendrix janice joplin jim morrison and kurt cobain and the theory basically says that uh, at their death scene they were all to have had some kind of white lighter near them so it was like a cursed item kind of like that monkey paw from a uh, treehouse of horror uh in the simpsons or whatever like this bad omen like it was just that, like a bad juju surrounding like this mist, mystic- like like the 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 sisterhood of the traveling pants like it was like the brotherhood of the fucking traveling fucking white lighter that fucking killed all these rock stars if you will but Uh, as wikipedia and snopes uh, put it out there that bic didn't even start having disposable lighters during the time frame of Jimi hendrix janice joplin Jim morrison uh, and other companies that would have had white lighters or white disposable lighters at that time Uh, it wouldn't have been in that many places at once it was i guess it was a new technology if you will they still have like those those cool fucking pulp fiction like Zippo lighters, Zippo uh, lighters and shit, if you will. So, yeah. boo boo on that one. But the theory that I think has the most weight is, of course, it was the devil art. So,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, well, one other thing to to uh, to bring up, other things that were near them when they died was uh, drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Those are also present at their yeah. deaths. Yeah, so, uh, that's
1: fucking ignoring the fucking <laughs> elephant in the room. Or the heroin in the room.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, that's a big one to overlook yeah. there, but, um... Yeah, but dude, yeah, there it was, was all this, wh-
1: like, wine and fucking vomit in Jimi Hendrix's fucking lungs, but goddamn, fucking, there, there was also a white lighter there. Like, come on, guys.
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of stupid, but, um... Um... It, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, but that's a whole different case, but, um... Um, the devil theory, I assume this ties into, um artists that sold their soul to the devil Mm -hmm. um to become rich and famous i suppose and and um which to me it it was like such a flimsy case because it's like first of all well here's the thing the 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 term the 27 club was like was it, it sounds cool when it sounds sexy for a while until like no offense to Amy Winehouse, but, like, Amy Winehouse is, like, one of the newer people in the 27 Club, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess I don't view Amy Winehouse as, like, being, like, that big and famous. Like, Amy Winehouse, like, really just had, like, two hit songs. And, like, it was, like, what if, like, what if Ace of Base died when they were 27? <laughs> you shut and your was,
1: warm like... mouth, sir. Ace of Base are fucking gods.
2: Yeah, it, but but to me, it's, like, I mean, it's, it's not, like, No offense to Amy Whitehouse fans. Like I think I think she had a wonderful voice. But I just like there's other musicians that I'm sure died at like 28 or whatever that like, but it's like anyways, like she was never a person who wanted like fame and fortune. Like it was it always seemed like she was running away from that. But that seems to be the big tide to these musicians selling their soul to the devil and having like this like kind of demonic mm. presence in their in their life and their lifestyles yeah and sometimes even in their art yeah so i mean i don't know i don't know how you 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 think this is the most popular one that gets tied up to the 27
1: club i think it's the it's the one that if, if the duck duck go crowd if they have one shot one opportunity to sell me on that this is like some kind of cosmic conspiracy this would almost have to be the one because like i said like the the, I don't believe in astrology and all that shit, of like, you know, you're born under a bad moon, and this, that, and that shit's gonna happen, because, like, when my child was born, not every child that was born at that same time has the same exact fate. Everybody has their own fate, and it goes off in a million directions, so I don't believe in that, woo-woo, and again, the white lighter theory, as Art, you said, like, there was other more important things laying around their dead corpses other than a fucking white Bic lighter, so, um, but I mean, as with anything in this life that happens that is bad, you got to blame the Prince of Darkness, I guess. So, uh, And I'm not talking about the corpse of Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> and the halftime show of the Bills-Rams uh, game, but uh, the actual above Lucifer, whatever other names he goes by, Saddam Hussein's boyfriend in South Park, uh, the devil, if you will. So uh, what Art is kind of alluding to is probably the most... Um, the earliest story about um, a famous musician that joined the 27 club. And we're talking about, you know, the famous uh, blues musician, blues guitarist, uh, Robert Johnson, who died at age 27 under mysterious circumstances. Some people think he was poisoned uh, by a boyfriend who thought he was flirting with his girl or whatnot. Or some people just say he died of a bad case of syphilis, uh, much like Al Capone, if you will. But uh, the story goes that uh, Robert Johnson was horrible at the guitar. He had these really long, abnormally long fingers. And when you play guitar, I mean, that can either be an asset or maybe you just need to jump on bass guitar. But I don't think electric bass had been invented yet or was even cool to play at that time. Uh, so, you know, he really wanted to be a blues guitar player, uh, but he, was, he just sucked at it due to his physical limitation and whatnot. Um, but uh, as the story goes... Uh, he somehow, some way, and maybe this is an episode down the line. Maybe we do it like during Halloween or something like that. Uh, but I forgot how he gets the info to just meet the devil at the crossroads. And what the devil would do is he would take Robert Johnson's guitar. He would tune it, play a little tune on it, give it back to Robert Johnson. And then all of a sudden, Robert Johnson went from being the worst fucking guitar player in the world to probably the best guitar player living at that time but the only caveat is is from that time you only have from that time all the way up until you're 27 to make your mark on this world so uh fortunately he was able to because every guitar list puts robert johnson as one of the greatest guitar players ever to live uh, but unfortunately he wouldn't live to see past 28 and a lot of people who believe in this theory right uh believe that that curse carried on over to future musicians who would go on to play similar music within the blues genre because that's all rock and roll is right like it's a bastardization of the blues right so uh, with that said the curse continues through other artists who quote unquote uh, unknowingly sold their soul to the devil uh, for fortune and fame yeah uh, you
2: know what I never heard that the whole thing about his physical limitations of having long fingers that's that really one i think about especially in the style of guitar playing that he was playing it's not like he was like playing like technical death metal or something like that yeah. <laughs> like like it's a little more like literally bluesy like he doesn't have to be like
0: <laughs>
2: like in those like fucking like annoying as metal bands where yeah dragon force or some shit but like um but you but, can
1: make it work with like long fingers i think like after you a- can before- yeah Yeah, it definitely like you can help like stretch out to the court. It's it's more of an asset than having small hands, but that's the narrative that's put out there, probably by somebody who doesn't even know how to play guitar. So,
2: yeah, no, I actually absolutely. I feel like if he if he had like little stubs for fingers, then I'd be like, oh yeah, no, that's that is impressive. Like if he was missing like fucking four fingers, then I'd be like, oh fuck, he's playing this with only like two fingers.
1: I think you posted the picture. Like I guess he's King Charles now. Like uh, you posted the meme, I think, where it said the the queen left the the throne into good hands. <laughs> yeah, he has like these big old chode fingers and shit. <laughs>
2: fucking now, sausage fingers, dude.
1: Yeah, if King Charles, that sounds weird to say. If King Charles fucking sold his soul to his devil to become the best guitar player, then you have then you have a story there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Those things are like little fucking. What do they call like sausages? <laughs> Vienna sausages?
1: Vienna sausages. Vienna
2: sausages. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what they look like, and then so we just put like jewelry on them. It's like, all right, dude, there's your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, dude, the devil gets blamed for a lot of things. Like, the devil is like, the devil killed the party at Aldo. The devil, like, fucking showed up and gave these dudes like musical talent. Frank Sinatra and the devil have like a thousand stories together, where it's like Frank Sinatra sold his soul to the devil. And all that oh wow, shit. I didn't know that one yeah so like there's always like musicians that that like how it trickles down to kurt cobain eventually like also selling his soul to the devil a dude that probably struggled more with like his mental health than anything else like Mm -hmm. it it as as one thing and i don't want to like spoil the lead of how i feel about this episode but like the, the two things and like, as, as I was doing more and more research to this, and then I actually found like a YouTube video where some dude talks about this, but like the more I looked into the 27 club is like, it's so romantic. Like it's so like mm-hmm. romanticizes like the devil and the, the allure of like Jimi Hendrix and like all, all these like crazy things that really it's like, you're just overlooking the two biggest factors drug abuse and like and like drug addiction and and like really depression like mental health that's like but let's just talk about the 27 club kind of thing and like that's how i felt about it like
1: yeah because these gods couldn't have fucking flaws right
2: yeah absolutely especially when you get down to like amy winehouse like amy winehouse like getting lumped into the 27 club and like the like the you know i think it's a jpeg mafia has a has a song called the 27 club yeah and like uh, it kept coming up in like the research and like i was like dude like it's such a like it felt really disrespectful to these people who like battle drug abuse jim morrison battled drug abuse so much that he flew to paris to try to get away from this mm-hmm. and like obviously did not succeed but like the like you know none of these guys it's not like it was like you know Trent Reznor or something who like gave up drugs later. And then like, if Trent Reznor died at 27 while he was still on drugs, it would make more sense. Yeah. Like, you know, like it like those types of guys, like, it's not that surprising to me that they were dying this young, but I guess the, the thing that is kind of like really, and it tells you like what, what the state of music was, was when, uh, John is Janis, Janis Joplin died. Jim Morrison died and Jimi Hendrix died. Like if the if if something like that happened today, that I'm trying to think of that would be like Kendrick Lamar died.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> J J Cole. J
2: Cole died. And I guess and like, Kanye West. And Kanye West all in like a three month span. Like it would be that that'd be huge. Like if mm-hmm. those three dudes died or like, you know, Jay Z, Drake and like somebody else. Like, I don't yeah. know, like and LeBron James all died in the same <laughs> plane crash. Like yeah. Like, it would be, like, oh, dude, yeah, like, that's pretty crazy how they all die in, like, months of each other. Like, I could see that, like, I could see how, like, you know, back to, like, you know, the, the early 70s when this shit was happening, like, people, like, romanticizing that. Especially where, like, you, like, think of, like, where mental health and drug abuse, the conversation oh, was yes. back then. It was, it was hush not hush. where it is now.
1: You don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, yeah. You, you had that, that fucking drug-addicted fucking uncle. Like, he lived in the back room, and you didn't talk about that motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think what and it was a more conservative time. And when you talk about conservatism, you're also going to talk about very deeply religious people. And, like, the story of Lucifer, like, he was, I guess, in charge of all the music in heaven. Like, he was the best musician that had ever been, that had ever been created. So, by default, like, and that kind of plays, like, in the movies, like, Footloose, where... You get like those super, you know, alt righty, and I'm not talking about Storm yeah. of the capital alt right, but like where it's like no dancing, no music, because unless it's glorifying God, like it, the devil has a foot in it or whatever, right? Because the devil's behind every everything that you musically has ever been created, unless it's fucking the, you know, gospel music or whatnot, right? So I mean that to give that the, those legs during that time period, especially too, like when the like the, all of these artists that we're about to talk about. They're fucking. They rep. They were the representation of the counterculture that was pushing back against fucking buzz cut dad and fucking you know, mimi mob like you know cooking you know baking lemon drops you know in their fucking apron being a housewife or whatever and then being the good, good, good clean Americans that went to church every Sunday. So I mean, it it does play that back and forth as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's no surprise. Uh, I think Janis Joplin. And Jimi Hendrix both played Woodstock '69. Correct. Um, I don't. The Doors didn't, and then I don't think the Rolling Stones did either. But, um, but, but they were part of that counterculture of like drugs and free love and like, you know, like that sounds really fun. Like, don't (laughs) get me wrong, I'm not trying to knock it. Like, that sounds wonderful. But like, you know, this is pre like AIDS pandemic and like pre like opioid epidemic, like where well, we were just talking about on the Patreon, how like, yeah. you know, there's literally like thousands of dudes like roaming the streets, like, like basically looking like zombies. Cause they're just all fucking strung out. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, this is more of like the don't be a square type of thing where like people were experimenting with acid, experimenting with heroin, experimenting with, with marijuana really, but like, and, and alcohol and like, and those drugs, I hate to say it, but those drugs are way more tame than where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, but they were abusing them. Like, you can fucking die of alcohol poisoning, and you can die of all these things. I think it was, um, it was it uh, Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix was found with, like, vomit, like, like basically drowning in his own vomit, because he was just, like, when when he was found that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I think, I think the devil getting blamed for this is, is that you know conservative ideology. It's a devil went down in a Georgia type of mentality where it's like, it makes for a great song. It makes for a great like little story. But uh, I'm going to just not say it was the devil on this one.
1: Yeah. So uh, before we pick back up, uh, it's time to go to a commercial break. When I mean commercial break, I mean that we didn't pay the monthly bill for (laughs) for (laughs) fucking Zoom and shit. So uh, with that said, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, but we'll be back at the end of these messages. Can't we all just get along at the Red House Furniture? We We can.
0: can! At the Red House! I'm Richard, a.k.a. Big Head. I work at the Red House and I'm black. I like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's homes. I'm Johnny, A.K.A. Ten Gauge. I work at the Red House and I'm white. I like deer hunting, bass fishing, and extending credit to all people. At the Red House. I'm black and I love the Red House. I'm white and I love the Red House.
1: I'm a black woman and I love the Red House.
0: I am white and the red house is for me.
2: At the red
1: house. Look at the sofa. It's perfect for a black person or a white person. This mattress is perfect for a white person or a black person.
2: At the red house we black people and white people
1: buy furniture.
0: And Hispanic people, too.
1: And all people. Good job. And that was, those were was our messages from our sponsors. From our <laughs> anyway, Lord and
2: Savior, Jesus Christ.
1: Yes, of Latter-day Saints. So uh, let's go ahead and go down the list. Uh, if you go to the Wikipedia, Wikipedia has like this grid pretty much every freaking artist that ever died at 27 they even include some actors and whatnot so if we miss some of your favorite artists like i'm not going to go over like jojo mcgee or whatever that died like in 1945 or the first entry that they have on here is somebody that died like in 1892 alexandre levy uh you know who was a composer and pianist like i'm not going to go over those guys i'm just yeah i saw fat
2: pat made the list
1: yeah and like, I'm not going to mention all those and get into all to their stories or whatever, like the ones that stand out and the ones that push the narrative. So Art kind of mentioned this before or this fellow before. And to me, like aside from Robert Johnson, this is who really kicks this up. Uh, everything that we were talking about, about the counterculture and whatnot. But it was Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones who died uh, July 3rd of 1969. Uh, Brian Jones, for those who don't know. Uh, He was actually the guy that founded the Rolling Stones. He gave them their name. Uh, He was the original guitar player, Keith, which is wild because Keith Richards was in the band actively with Brian Jones, but Brian Jones was seen as the better guitar player, Uh, which which is wild to think. Uh, But not only was he the guitar player, but uh, he also was a multi-instrumentalist or whatever. So he basically he can play anything. And he kind of gave the Rolling Stones their direction. So it'd be kind of like some guy that was in the Beatles for like the first two albums and like kind of put them on their way. And then like John Lennon and uh, uh, Paul McCartney gets all the credit or whatever. But the Rolling Stones, apparently from everything that everybody was saying, Brian Jones was the Rolling Stones before uh, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards came into prominence prominence. It was Brian Jones that was putting them on their path. So about a month later, and then and his story is super interesting as well. One podcast I was listening to, like they put, they did like almost an hour and a half just on his story alone about how he died and whatnot. And it was it was sad and it was interesting went through peaks and valleys and whatnot. But again, he dies at 27, found drowned in his pool, and uh, the the coroner who wrote his death certificate in the most British way possible listed it as misadventure. Now, uh, some people think that, you know, he may have been murdered at the time of his death. Like there was a lot of shit going around again. Like he had left the rolling stones. I think he stole one of Keith Richards, girlfriends at this time. He owed a bunch of drug dealers money. Uh, some people have like a big thick theory that it was a, it was a contractor that he owed money to that was doing work around his house and whatnot because uh, he was re- renovating uh, the author A.A. Uh, Milne's mansion that he bought or whatever, the guy that created Winnie the fucking Pooh and shit. Uh, he was doing a bunch of work there and didn- never got paid for it, so he murdered him in the pool, Winnie the Pooh's pool and shit. Uh, but he technically is the beginning of the 27 Club. So again, he dies July 3rd, 1969. And then... Uh, September 18th, 1970, so roughly a year later. uh, Probably one of the greatest guitar players, if not the greatest guitar players that ever lived. Uh, Jimi Hendrix was found dead uh, by his girlfriend, again, like Art alluded to, uh, asphyxiated on his own vomit. Uh, One YouTube channel that I was watching was talking about how when they found his body, It his hair was so soaked with fucking wine that they like the hair color like his black hair color like it was no longer black like it was like dyed the color of the wine that he was drinking and it was like a half bottle just in his hair alone and that his lungs were just like filled with his own vomit and I think it was like twenty sleeping pills that he took which was like forty times uh, the amount now this was like prescription sleeping pills as well so you only you were only to take half of a pill to go to bed at night and he took like 20 pills and like art alluded to it's like there's a lot of debauchery going on there and i think it was mitch mitchell one of his bandmates said that that was very much jimmy like he didn't care what he was taking what drugs he didn't question it or whatever like he would just take a handful of something take it and whatever the result was like that that was going to be life or death at that moment
2: yeah you know um um, uh, his his i'm sorry it was a wife i believe girlfriend. Or girlfriend girlfriend um she argued that like he was murdered and i feel like that's just like a grieving loved one like yeah. the grieving loved one so sui- i was say like, i wouldn't call it suicide but it was like overdose that stuff that, that that sort of thing it's a very traumatizing thing to go through so like to be in that denial state, even all these years later. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying like, oh, I don't want to cheat, blah, 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 blah. But I do think that drugs and alcohol were definitely look like they were a factor. Now, I did see mm-hmm. that there were – one of the theories that you didn't bring up were um, that the CIA wanted to silence Jimi Hendrix. And and if you really think about it, like I was I was like, huh. It, it felt like if there was a kernel of truth, it, it got me a little bit because I, I believe the fucking – uh, FBI killed MLK. But but um uh, but I do think that you you look at like how influential Jimi Hendrix was, especially being a black man in like a white musician's world kind of thing. Correct. And then you look at Jonas Japlin, same thing. It's like you have a a famous singer who happens to be a lesbian. Like that's pretty revolutionary like at that time period. Then you have like a dude like Jimmy uh not Jimmy Hendrix, Jim Morrison like Jim Morrison same thing like Jim Morrison I could see how this like he was becoming really influential talking about political things being anti the vietnam war and all these things I could see how the government would want to take them out with all that being said I still think drugs <laughs> drugs and alcohol <laughs> killed them but they probably were little-
1: like on the precipice of it like they had their fucking like fucking like Arnold Schwarzenegger like uh like Commando shit like that they, they put they they grab this slick of mud and like wiped it across their face they were getting to get ready to go in for the kill and they saw him like just fucking callously just like grab a bunch of like random ass pills and a bottle of wine and they're like oh no Mother Nature is gonna do its work and <laughs> it'll, you know, it'll sort us. itself out yeah. yeah it's
2: it 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 will have it won't have to wait that long but yeah, yeah. I mean. Not the beaches to the punch, but then you know down the list. Literally, Jimi Hendrix dies November twenty seventh, January nineteenth. Janis Joplin dies.
1: No, uh, and, Jimmy dies uh, September eighteenth, and then uh, oh,
2: I'm so sorry. Yeah, September eighteenth. Sorry, that's his birthday. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, then Janis Joplin li- less than like a couple of weeks later on October fourth of the same exact year. Literally, it's like the like da- this time
2: period right now, dude.
1: Yeah, it's literally September like. 19th the day after his funeral in seattle like his body gets flown from london to seattle literally like the day after his funeral janice joplin dies
2: yeah um and then um and then the real biggest
1: quick, real quick before Janet before we move on to the next one the way janice joplin dies they they have it down that it was from a drug overdose most likely heroin but like she was like that like when they describe like her death scene, like I guess like she was like in a nightie, and like I guess her nose was just completely like obliterated, like like super blunt force drop trauma, and I guess like in her hand, like she was clutching like four dollars and ten cents, and they couldn't find any traces of drugs. I mean, you know, maybe she had like you know ate them all or, you know, injected them all because I guess the doctor said there was like fourteen. Uh, needle fresh needle marks like on her arm, but they couldn't find like a syringe or a spoon or like any like paraphernalia around, which indicates there was somebody else in the room, but they're like, well fuck, I guess we just have to land on that like she fucking injected herself and somehow we lost the fucking where the needle went and whatnot. And like as people on heroin do, like she like was in the middle of walking, dozed off and then like face planted into the the side of uh like the dresser or whatever. Because the, I get I'm not going to get into it just because it's like I want I want more perspective. But the one place I did hear about like how they found her face, I guess it was like super bad. I'm like, I don't care. Like and she was a super small lady, too. Like, I think she only weighed like 98 pounds, which to me is kind of suspect, like a 98 pound girl, like falling asleep and then like smashing herself like on the like on a table or something like that. Yeah, you'll probably break your nose. But like the way they were describing it, it was like almost as if like hacksaw Jim Duggan like took a two by four oh, to her God, face, dude. like fucking like full force, like fucking hereditary or some shit. And I was just like, that was dude, super you, gruesome. You know what
2: that reminds me of? So when uh when I worked at Target and your girlfriend Perla can tell you the exact same story because we were working together in electronics when this happened. But um, I think she was working in like the phone department or whatever, like the mobile solutions or whatever it was called. But some dude, like, some dude ripped out, like, a can of, like, that computer cleaner spray yeah, and, like, inhaled a bunch of it and then, like, literally took, like, four steps, like, walked out of the aisle and, like, we both just saw him, like, fall, like, fucking, like a fucking tree, face first onto the ground and just, like, I just, I remember till this day, dude, it sounded like if you just dropped a bunch of eggs on the ground, like, like, That's literally what it sounded like, and then just like a pool of blood just started accumulating around his head. uh, Dude, and then the shitty part about that is like people were still asking me, because I was the electronics guy that night. People were still asking me, like, hey, can I get a game out? And I was like, dude, I I have a huge, I I wouldn't call it a fear. I'm not afraid of it, but it's got like a phobia of blood. It grosses you out. It grosses me out, yeah. So I started getting all lightheaded like I was going to pass out. And I was like, People were like, oh, uh, can you get this like fucking Mario Party game out for me, dude? <laughs> and like uh one of the one of the managers at Efron, he had to carry me to the fucking drinking fountain. Cause I was like literally gonna faint, dude. I was like, dude, it was that bad. <laughs> I was like, shit, shit's brutal, dude. So I can only imagine someone falling and hitting themselves on a fucking table, dude. Yeah. I I could see it happening, dude. I could okay. see I could see how that would not to uh not to be the contrar- contrarian here but i could see how that could definitely kill someone
1: but he lived though because i remember oh he the,
2: did yeah yeah the, the, the ambulance well keep in mind he was in a crowded kind of store like if he was there by himself he could have probably bled out and died like if uh if we didn't call the ambulance for
1: him. <laughs> and he was a big dude too right he was like a big bubble right
2: uh he wasn't he was yeah he was tall like he wasn't like fat or anything but he was taller than me he was he oh, probably okay. had like four inches on me, so like,
1: yeah. Yeah, he was about five eleven then.
2: Yeah, he was a big guy, five eleven.
1: Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. No, he was, he
2: was pretty tall. I mean, not like
1: he. I remember because but... I, I was in I was in toys, like at the other end, and I just remember like everyone like, oh my god! By the way, like the guy in electronics is busy. Can you get a game out for me? Hey, can you get Mario Party out for me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Uh sure dude uh let me go get the keys from the guy that's at the drinking fountain right now. Um yeah, dude. but uh anyways uh moving on uh Janis Joplin dies literally a few days after Jimi Hendrix and uh art you want to get into uh Jim
2: Oh I was going to say Alistair Dyke Christian dude. That's- oh shit. <laughs> like, Alistair Dyke Christian is on the list. I had no idea who that was, but apparently there's a band called Dyke and the Blazers, so I got to check them out dude. They're on my they're on my uh, my shuffle playlist right now okay. but yeah of course to me the biggest one and just because i grew up as a fan of his music jim morrison like the to me the fact that there's even any allure to this it's just like jim morrison is the the rock star guy right the guy that lived larger than life like yeah. he lived fast and burned fast like the he eats i don't think it was a surprise to any of his bandmates who saw the way he was living and and the fact that he died at age 27 i think that that's pretty pretty uh on par on par although man i i i I, earlier on you kind of alluded to this but like i will say that people back then looked older than like 27 like dude he looked and I'm not saying he looked really old, but you could have told me he was like 35, and I would have believed you. Like he just looks so mature, and like he's like he
1: looks like he's 40. Like, like the and the on the cover of L.A. Woman, like when he has yeah, like the, he big got beard. the big old beard. Yeah, he looks like Grizzly Adams. Like if you told me he was 50, right? I think Joe Rogan's like 55 or whatever. Like Joe Rogan at 55 looks younger than he did at 27, and it's a testament to like that heavy drinking that jim morrison was going through i think uh one show i was listening to said that in one day he would kick back at least 36 beers now that's a lot of carbs and a lot of alcohol and that's going to puff you up and age your skin and whatnot right do yeah all sorts of fucking harm to your fucking taco bell hadn't been invented dude oh fuck yeah
2: (laughs) yeah and even later down down in his years dude like he he gained a lot of weight for being 27 years old and like back and the dude was like chiseled the dude looked like a male model in his younger years dude Oh
1: that one picture like with his shirt off and he's just like like you know Yeah we know the picture
2: Yeah dude where he's all like fucking all sexual dude like it's yeah. like, hey, dude, there, dude you're turning Eddie on
1: <laughs> 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 My little cuckoo. <laughs> you're
2: you're, and you're making my little
1: the crack dude <laughs>
2: <laughs> i can't think of it
1: yeah but um yeah no yeah we all know the picture but like towards the end of his life like you said like he was bloated he was you know just in a bad spot and you mentioned at the beginning of the episode where he flew to paris to kind of get his life together where he was gonna quit drinking cold turkey he like his girlfriend at the time she said that like yeah every which day, is super like,
2: dangerous by the way like yeah Like, I people don't really realize quitting cold turkey, and I'm not saying like, oh, you gotta gradually quit, but like, you have to be ready for what it's gonna do to your body. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I heard Jonathan Davis from Corn talk about this once about how he quit drinking and all the drugs, like cold turkey, and it took him like three years to realize like he was going through withdrawals for like three years. Where he thought he was just going insane, like he thought he was just having like a mental, like constant mental breakdown of like paranoid delusions, and he thought everyone was after him. And really, it was just him having withdrawals for like three years. Like your, it takes your body a while to go back to its normal state to get all that. You have to poop out a lot, dude. (laughs) So like, (laughs) poop out all those drugs. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that he probably wasn't ready. Like he he probably wasn't ready to to go through that. sort of thing and like it is it is a taxing thing on the body like yeah
1: and only and, that like he was overweight and his girlfriend said like he would go on these long long walks the streets of Paris right and not to like if anyone's overweight and needs to lose weight or whatever this is not me like giving you your little sliver like well this is why I don't go to fucking Planet Fitness is because if I lose weight I'll die a heart attack no like he was like so he was going through withdrawals withdrawal as well as that that does a lot to your heart, like the the hardening of like your arteries and shit like that. And when you start to lose weight like at a rapid pace, which she said he was, like that, that's really hard on your heart. Especially like if your diet's not in check as well. Yeah, it's all good that you're exercising, but like if you're not eating right either, and your only source of fuel is the fat that you have, like in your heart arteries and your veins and all that shit, if they're already fucking like full of plaque and you know all that bullshit or whatever that causes heart attacks like your body starts using that fat that's like literally like going to kfc and just like fucking drinking all the fucking chicken fat like out of the fucking bottoms of the buckets and the fryers and shit like that yeah it's basically what you're living off of if you're you're if you're not eating anything healthy and there's no like proper fuel coming into your body but you're exercising a butt ton like that i think karen carpenter died that way as well as, like, I saw this thing, too. Like, there's a whole thing with, like, comedians that die on stage of a heart attack. Like, people trying to get their life together. and then Tiny there's... Tim, dude. Do you know who Tiny Tim is? Oh, yeah. Tiptoe through the tulips, baby.
2: That, dude, he... I'm scared to cover his story. Like, to me, he has the saddest... I don't know if we'll ever get to that point. Like, you should cover that with Jesus or somebody, like, down the line. Because <laughs> it is a. it is something I'm interested in, but his story makes me sad. It makes me, like, too anxious like it's like the fact that the dude just like refused to like re- he his story is more relatable his addiction story is more relatable than like a jim morrison because jim morrison gets like sexified like it's like oh it's, he's the lizard king dude like it's so yeah looking like he's so beautiful and like poetic and all this shit and he died young but reality is like tiny tim is like the poster child to like drug abuse and like alcohol abuse mostly alcohol abuse actually but like the dude drank his heart to death like literally his heart could not take the amount of alcohol that he was taking in um and it's just that it like alcohol is like one of those things that i i think that people don't realize how bad it is like it is definitely one of those things that needs to be taken with moderation like oh, it's a yeah. loaf of bread like you, you don't like if if somebody told me like oh i ate, i had i ate four loaves of bread tonight it would be like dude what are you doing that's ridiculous but really if someone told you i had four beers tonight it wouldn't be like oh okay that's cool dude you're drunk huh? four beers but because it's because it's the fun thing to do like
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah like someone having four four loaves of bread a night is like yeah that's going to kill you dude
0: yeah
1: <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. And so Jim Morrison, he he he's going through these walks and his uh girlfriend uh she finds him in the tub uh dead basically. And that again, that's a, all the details of this. That could be a fucking episode in itself. Like the whole life and death of Jim Morrison, which is super interesting, cat. The, the even like the way like his body sat like I guess like on dry ice for a few days and the girlfriend uh, hit his body like was in the house and it's super crazy or whatever. Right. But anyways, like his death is officially ruled, you know, from heart failure. Right. Which no duh, like talking about all the stuff that we're talking about or whatever. Right. But this, those um, four musicians, these are the core players when we're talking about the 27 club is uh, Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison those people that died between 69 and 71.
2: Yeah. I mean, and there's a few other ones. Like, I mean, the list is like miles long, really. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, one of the ones that I did, Ron Pickpin. Uh,
1: yeah. That was the next one on my list.
2: Yeah. I was like that. McKernan. to me is Yeah. And it's like, dude, the, the Grateful Dead, I need to look into them because they just seem so interesting to me. And like, the fact that they have a member of the Twenty Seven Club in there is is interesting to me. I hate to keep romanticizing the Twenty Seven Club, but it is it kind of adds a little more to that allure of that band now, mm-hmm. and uh, I do want to look into that band because we've covered them. They've come up so many times, and yeah, I don't know one of their goddamn songs besides <laughs> like "Keep on Trucking" or whatever. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, Ron Pigpin McKernan he dies uh, a few years after this on uh, March eighth, nineteen seventy three, of gastrointestinal hemorrhage, which was brought on because of alcoholism. Like he just had a super bad fucking addiction to alcohol, and I think like he even before he died, uh, he he didn't he didn't get kicked out of the Grateful Dead, but they told him to take a sabbatical, basically, to get his life together. And he played one final show with them, uh, you know, before any, you know, you know, gastrointestinal hemorrhaging ever occurred or whatnot. And he told he told him, like, this is the last time I'm going to see any of you. And it's not because I got any beef with you or anything, but because I love all of you guys so much. I don't want you guys to see me when, you know, the final days come. And literally, I think like a couple months later, like that's when he passes away and whatnot. Right. Like he just like pushed everyone out of his life and then passed away or whatever due to years of fucking drinking himself to death. And his his shit was weird too cuz again, 27, you're a fucking baby and you're already having fucking health problems because of your fucking heavy drinking. I guess they said like he started drinking when he was 8 years old. Like that's how Fuck. fucking crazy that shit is, dude.
2: Fuck. Oh my god, dude. Like Yeah, all of these guys had rough childhood by the way. That's another thing that we should probably bring up but you know one of the things that i I did forget to bring about forget to talk about is i guess Jimi hendrix um he was really into like the occult too Mm -hmm. and somebody was doing like a card reading to him where he pulled a death card and he was convinced that he was gonna die like Mm -hmm. within months of that so he he was actually telling people goodbye like to people like that he because he was like telling them like i'm gonna die soon like um, and I'm sure he knew his health wasn't that great. Like when he were on drugs and doing all that shit, you know, like, you know, things aren't looking up. Yeah. So like, I'm sure he was convinced of that, but yeah, that, that, that pick pen one was pretty interesting to me how he's not really talked about that much, but he, his, uh, his life and, and the whole grateful dead thing. And like the way, you know, saying like, this is going to be my last show kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of an interesting little nugget there.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Tupac too, because even Janice Joplin as well, like she would even talk about how, like, she was going to die, you know, an early death, which, you know, towards the end of Tupac's career, he would talk about that too, like dying an early death. I mean, and he died even younger than these people. He died at 25. So it's mm-hmm. just like even more of a baby. You're a fucking embryo, you know, <laughs> at 25, yeah. you know? And so it's like, it's weird, like all of these people, and that plays right into the next person, uh, because it, it's a thing I guess that would live like on, you know, Rolling Stone magazine or high times magazine. Like that's where like the white lighter fucking theory came from was like high times and whatnot. Uh, but it kind of went away. I mean, yeah, people were dying in between and whatever, but you know, nobody like to the magnitude of fucking, you know, like a Jim Morrison or Jimi Hendrix. It wasn't until fucking, uh, April 5th, 1994, uh, when Kurt Cobain uh, committed suicide or was murdered by Courtney Love, uh, that the 27 Club uh, came up again because, again, Kurt Cobain was 27 years old when he died.
2: Yeah. And then we've covered Kurt Cobain. We did that podcast. So feel free to check that one out. Correct. But this, this is yet again, man. This is like mental health, drug abuse, like people romanticizing it when really it's a dude struggling in my yeah. opinion like and like yeah it, and then even fast forward or fast forward to the 90s really like I guess now we're looking back at the 90s but at this time period the 27 club still kind of a more romantic thing than than mm-hmm. than where we would be now. I don't know if anybody nobody massive has died at like age 27 now but I wonder how people would react to it now yeah if like, you know, oh, it would be some... all
1: over TikTok, dude. It, it like it's one of those things, like if TikTok gets a hold of it, like like let's say that fucking Drake, Kanye, and Jay-Z all died or whatever. I know yeah. that's weird because they're all different ages or whatever, but like something with a common denominator like that, I feel like it would be, go even more on fire, like today, like if that was to happen because of social media, because of how fast things are. And I think like it would be one of those huge things that would be defined, like the, the definition of like the, like 2020 or whatever. Right. And, um, it, it, I know you mentioned earlier, um, I think before we started recording how like in hip hop, there's like the 21 club, you know, with mm-hmm. people dying, young, uh, young rappers dying at 21.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that that, that is where, where that, whole thing is i think it's a uh, juice world is the is the the uh the main guy and little peep i i, I feel so Did old you, yeah i know it, when you said like that, that. was said
1: little peep. <laughs> you sound like such uh, an old grandpa when we said that
2: L- little peep have you heard of, of, of a guy named little peep yeah <laughs> i don't i feel like i'm, I'm a total like fucking lame uh but but yeah i mean that's that's a that's a, that's a big one that like those young rappers. And I think that that goes, and I hate to to keep bringing up like a drug epidemic, but those dudes are doing drugs that are way faster, way stronger, are going to get north. in your system and stop your fucking heart. And like, that is a result of that, like the little peeps and all those fucking juice world like those dudes dying like that, like that's a result of the lifestyle. To quote Metallica, "Your lifestyle determines your death style."
1: Your <laughs> <laughs> poetry by James yeah. H. Hatfield. Yeah.
2: But uh, it's uh, it's corny, but it's true. Like, and I think that going back to Kurt Cobain, like, yeah, that's that's exactly what was going on there. The dude was struggling with his mental health we were all seeing it. We were all listening to it. You know, it kind of reminds me of like Chester from Lincoln park. Like that's all the dude's sing about was being like fucking sad and depressive, whatever. And we were all just like, give me more. Like it yeah. was just like, and it's like, it's either a, an act. And I think a part, a part of us all want to hope that it's an act, mm-hmm. but these people, like if, if someone's constantly singing about that into their forties, you know, from their twenties to the thirties into their forties, like it's, it's not an act, and like they need to be, like you know, you know, Kurt Cobain didn't last that long, but I don't know. It's yeah. it's a it's a sad one. The Kurt Cobain one is pretty sad because because he again he was like the face of rock and roll, like mm-hmm. during that time period, and and he, I think that's why, he why it re
1: exploded again because he was that dude. You know, it wasn't like he was a part of a, just a part of a movement, a passing fad or whatever, right? No, he was the face. Of what destroyed, you know, the previous movement, which was like 80s, that whole 80s era. Like he he helped destroy the whole 80s or whatever and move everything into the 90s. He was the face of the early 90s and whatnot, right? And what's crazy too, like we mentioned like with Jimi Hendrix, like he died, and then a couple of days later, you know, you know, Janis Joplin dies. Uh somebody, you know, auxiliary to Kirk, uh, Kristen Pfaff, uh, who was the bass player for, you know, Kirk Cobain's wife's band whole uh she dies uh june of june 16th of 1994 of an apparent uh overdose from heroin and um i like i alluded to like when i was talking about you know kirk's death some people think you know it was courtney as well in that instance because the rumor is you know kurt was gonna leave courtney so she staged his suicide Uh, Kristen was going to leave whole which she absolutely was she had like her U-Haul packed and everything or whatever and she was recovering from heroin addiction and then uh, Courtney had her killed uh, because of that or whatever right I mean and there's absolutely no evidence or whatever to support that other than you know what I just said Um, and I think it's sexier to believe that Fucking, you know, Courtney Love, everybody's least favorite um alternative princess of the 90s or whatever, did these two nefarious acts. But at the heart of it, it's just like here's a person that was struggling with fucking heroin addiction. There's so many people that died during that era. You know, during the 60s, it was like all those, you know, drugs from the 60s, like acid and drinking too much and taking too many, you know, sleeping pills or whatever, move on to the nineties. The drug of choice was heroin. I mean, the bass player also from Allison Chains, he or not Allison. No, yeah, Allison Chains. He died in Salt Lake City from heroin over or whatever. And I think even Lane Staley, uh well, the fucking lead singer for Allison Chains as well, like he died similarly as well because of fucking drugs and shit, right? Yeah. Heroin, heroin in particular. And this was that whole era, that heroin chic 90s era. Yeah, yeah. It it
2: is it is wild. Um Cause I didn't even know about like the, the 21 club till we started doing research for this one. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was like, it would make more sense for like the age of these dudes to, to like go younger and younger as, as it, as these drugs get more and more intense. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, dude. Also it made me feel really old. Cause like these dudes are really young, like XX testosterone or whatever. <laughs> like I was like, dude, that dude, I didn't know he was that young. Uh, there's a dude named Jimmy Whoopo. I'm like, I have no idea who you are, dude. I'm a yeah. fucking old man, dude. Yeah. I just want to watch Gordon Ramsay and like <laughs> and like rock myself and fall asleep on the couch, dude.
1: <laughs> with Mike Campbell's <laughs> extra chunky soup and shit. Yeah, dude.
2: Uh, I I don't know. I'm sorry, dude. I don't know. I don't know one Juice World song. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. I know. I've heard the name, but I don't know that, dude. It's it's all these dudes with like face tattoos and like. Two different colored dreadlocks.
1: Where I'm like, dude, I don't know. Dude. Yeah, but again, he didn't do it. You shouldn't do it, dude. Yeah, if Tupac didn't have that, you don't. You shouldn't have it either. I guess the final entry that you know I'll cover because uh, there's actors on there as well. There was like yeah. a Disney actor and stuff. Well, I'm not gonna get into it just because. I mean, again, the 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 act the Disney actor that I was looking at, like he died of suicide and whatnot. And again, it speaks to everything that Art was talking about, like with mental health. So I don't want to keep. Rehashing everything or whatever, but like the latest entry, I guess you could say, Arts talked about it a few times. Is Amy Winehouse, who died July twenty third, two thousand eleven. Literally, like after like three or four hit songs and whatnot. Uh, there's a million documentaries out there. Like it seems like every girlfriend I've had between two thousand eleven and now, uh, my girlfriend and her sister, like they'll watch that fucking documentary or whatever, right? Like so, there's some there is something there. I guess I'm not gonna shit on her completely, but. Uh, The same thing. Like she struggled with bulimia. She struggled with mental health. She struggled with crack cocaine. That's a drug that most people don't fucking come back with. And then also struggled with extreme alcoholism or whatever. Right. And I guess when they found her body. I guess it was like five times the legal limit to be able to get behind a fucking wheel and drive and whatnot, which is a fucking astronomically fucking high amount of your fucking blood alcohol level to be at. So, yeah, you're going to fucking die. But before that, again, like Jim Morrison, I guess she, her father said like her 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 path was she was trying to get sober and she was trying to do it cold turkey as well. So that's going to fuck you up. Unfortunately, it wasn't her going cold turkey that killed her. It was the relapse that did. And I mean, it, it does suck, you know, whether, you know, she was your favorite artist or not. But it's a sad fucking story. Did the devil have some some play in this art i don't i don't think so again i just think it just speaks to the lifestyle it'd be one thing if we were talking about like fucking the smothers brothers or some like you know straight edge band like where
2: this have brothers brothers yeah you know the like, real thing
1: i swear to god dude like they're like the jonas
2: see. brothers yeah,
1: kinda like very like fucking straight lace, fucking no drugs, no nothing kind of uh, deal or whatever, right? But- Dude,
2: will you create the thumbnail for this one? Like, put like Kirk Cobain and like Jim Morrison, all this shit, Amy Whitehouse, and then put the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> just like <laughs> mixed into them. It was, like, they both died at age 20. <laughs> or uh, wait, is there more than one Jonas brother? I just assumed there were two brothers. I i'm gonna feel really four. stupid if there's three there's four jonas brothers
1: one's like married <laughs> to like this older like indian actress and one's look married it up dude <laughs> one's married to sansa from Game of thrones and i think one's like works on a farm in like indiana now or some shit but yeah like two of two of them are like banging like really hot chicks right now
2: i just looked it up how many jonas brothers are there uh apparently there's three. Oh, okay <laughs> Kevin Jonas, Joe Jonas, and Nick Jonas. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's yeah. how old I am.
1: Same here. I couldn't even get the one right. But um, <sighs> the, th- the thing about the 27 Club is, and it, it kind of reminds me of when we did the dibig Box episode. Every podcast I would listen to, it seemed like everybody was just rehashing the Wikipedia, which for the most part I did as well. But they never ventured out to do their own research and whatnot. And like they were just copying each other's own homework and they said, Yeah, like that there's the highest amount of uh young musicians that die at twenty-seven. But like when you really look into it, like the British Medical Journal, they actually did like a survey, or not like a survey, but they did like research into like the age that you know musical artists died at. And they said that there's more of a correlation at age twenty five and thirty-two than there is twenty seven. But their kind of their study was kind of flawed because you I guess you had to have like five or six like number one hits and whatnot, and like that would exclude like Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix from the list completely because I think Jimi Hendrix only had like one number one hit song or whatever. So that list was flawed. So this British paper I want to say called the Conversation they did like this full on like hey like if you were a musician and you fucking are popular on the TikToks or anything like that or whatever. Going back from Robert Johnson or all the way up till now or whatever to your Nick Jonas, like or that mysterious fourth Jonas brother that we can't find or whatever, right? <laughs> like if you died, like we're gonna document it, we're gonna put it in a nice like little fucking uh, graph and I'll put it on here for the fucking uh, the YouTube video or whatever. And they said they they actually showed like if there is a club to be in, the age that we should really be talking about is fifty six. Cause more fucking rock stars and musicians actually die at 56. And you can see the chart too. Like it's like up here at 56 and 27, like isn't even notable. Like if you were to like make all the bars, like in this graph, like the same color, like 27 would be down here and 57's way up here. And then like, there's more variants at like 46 and like, 67 and whatnot like jesus christ fucking ozzy Osbourne, fucking snorted a fucking line of ants and that motherfucker's like 90 years old and shit keith richards has done every fucking drug known to man like he fucking puts adderall on his toilet paper and wipes his ass with it that motherfucker's like 99 and shit so it's just like it's cool to like art said to romanticize that there is some kind of curse of musicians at 27 but to me what it all i think comes down to is is that Oh, there was this weird coincidence between 1969 and 1971, where Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison all fucking died like within like a short time frame, and they just also happened to be 27 years old.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I think you could do like, um, like famous people that died at age 30, and then like a long list will come up. Mm-hmm. Famous people that died at age, you know, 52, and a long list will come up. Like. People just die. I, I hate to say it, but people just die. Like age regardless, like people die. Fame can only buy you so much time. But like, you know, I was just thinking about like David Bowie. David Bowie died like late into his years, died of cancer. Like mm. David Bowie was just as famous as any one of these people, but I think David Bowie died when he was like sixty seven or something like that. There's no like sixty seven club.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> Real quick, we gotta go to a commercial break art.
2: Okay, you got it.
0: Well, wake up. Keep going. You don't have to be the mom of the Jonas Brothers to know that kids are always on the move.
1: Hurry up. You're going to miss your boss. Whether at home or on the go, give give
0: them the quick and nutritious, ready-to-eat meal that includes quality brands you know and love. Give them breakfast breaks. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Woo! Uh Uh-uh. You're eating yours here, mister.
1: Thank you to our sponsor. But are, you were talking about David Bowie?
2: Yeah, I mean, David Bowie, like David Bowie, just as famous as anybody on his list. And I said 67, but I should probably correct that because I don't know when he actually died. But 67 sounds about right. But, you know, there's no like, oh, six, the, the 67 Club or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, it, it just doesn't sound as romantic, you know, like, no. you know, or... or um, when did how old was Dio when Dio died? Like
1: oh dude, he was like seventy something, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean it's just it's just not nearly as romantic as as uh as twenty seven or whatever. And really, like um I'm gonna find out how old this dude was when he died, dude. It's driving me crazy now. Uh he died at age sixty nine, the sixty-nine club. That's a that club. sounds sexy. Dude, that dude—that's so David Bowie of him to die at age
1: yeah. sixty-nine. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the return of Beavis and Butthead. Like, not to spoil that, but one of the episodes I was watching, like Beavis needs like a fucking uh, liver transplant or a kidney transplant, and like the the, the nurse says, like, yeah, like like we have to do intravenously or something like that, and then like Beavis is like all old and decrepit or whatever and about to die and shit, and uh, he's like, she's like. He like he signals to the nurse, like, come here, come here, and she's like, Yes, Mr. Beavis. And she goes, You said penis, and it's like it kind of reminds me of that. It's like, Ah, uh, my jokes are the jokes on you, or whatever kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but, uh, um, but, anyways, uh, super interesting topic. Um, uh, it's not one again, it's not one I went into believing, and then after doing the research, I really didn't believe it, especially after you know, we got like hard evidence of documentation of all sorts of you know when certain artists died or whatever and the graph shows like 27 isn't even notable the only thing is it's just like there's names big names that died at 27 like no one's disputing that no one's disputing that these people are living on the same island that tupac and biggie supposedly are on or whatever right but um it it, it's fun to talk about it's fun to build the lore up like even with kurt cobain i guess kurt cobain's mom was telling a newspaper she said i told him before he died don't join that club and he joined that damn club or whatever the quote is or whatever right and a lot of people like took that as her meaning like the 27 club like don't join the twenty. if you're gonna commit suicide wait till 28 kind of thing and it's like like no that's not what she meant like she was talking about something deeper and more personal where i guess like kurt's two uncles had committed suicide as well as like his great uncle committed suicide as well. And she was actually talking about don't join that club. She wasn't talking about fucking anything superficial. Like, no, don't join the same club as Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. She wasn't talking about that, but it's fun to put that in there. Like when you go on the duck, duck goes and the conspiracy websites and whatnot. Right. And I just think it's fun. Like we, like, again, I say like, it's fun. It's not fun, but it's sexy to say that like these people can't have flaws. They can't, you know, have mental health problems. They can't be drug addicts because goddamn, they play the fucking guitar like fucking Lucifer himself, you know, or they sing like a fucking banshee or whatever, right? Like like there's no way that they would die like any of us.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um I also, you know, just to keep to to keep harping on this, like we we as a society, we we just do really bad when whenever we talk about mental health. And when we talk about drug addiction, like, we just suck at it. We suck as a society. We suck about talking about those things. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it's it's a damn shame. I just got a, a reminder from my eBay saying, are you interested in this Troy Aikman collectible? And I'm like, mm, kind of. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, we just, we, we as a society suck at that, dude. That, and it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to change. You know, these things they're they're interesting, they're like a fun little like internet niche type of thing that mm-hmm. you can go down these rabbit holes and create cool YouTube videos and podcast episodes. But but really it's like we all know it. It's we suck as a society of talking about mental health and talking about drug addiction mm-hmm. and we don't like to talk about it unless we make it sexy and put out a show like what's that show that's like with all those teenagers that are on drugs and having sex?
1: Oh, <laughs> um, euphoria
2: euphoria like yeah like and don't show, get me though. wrong like I- i'm not saying euphoria sucks or anything i don't want to say that yeah it's a but I-, show. I will say like like euphoria makes it almost like sexy like you know it's all the cool teenager doing this and it's like it's kind of like
1: dangerous. it's kind
2: of unfortunate yes yeah, it's, it's unfortunate it's dangerous and it's like because it's i always think like we think about the, the Kurt Cobain's when we think about this, like how young and beautiful he was. And he was a good looking dude. And he looked like, you know, like the cool dude kind of thing that died young, but really drug addiction. I keep harping on this drug addiction. is tiny Tim dude. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tim is the face of drug addiction and like, and alcohol abuse and depression. And like, it ain't sexy. It ain't beautiful. It ain't euphoria. It ain't Kurt Cobain. It ain't Amy Whitehouse, mm-hmm. but like, it's Tiny he, Tim, like Tiny Tim is is what life looks like.
1: Yeah. And and if anyone's ever seen, and I'll put it on the YouTube, like even him not addicted is is a scary thought too. So that's why they used his fucking tiptoe through the tulips in the uh, Insidious movie. Yes,
2: yeah, great great voice though. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's a it's falsetto kind of a weird...
1: fucking. Yeah, uh... falsetto.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great voice, Be- yeah. very weird Alish.
1: Yeah, so. We did it again, Art. We hit another home run on the podcast game. But uh, with that said, Art, do you have anything else?
2: Uh, No, that's it. Shout out to – um, I think Jordan's going to fill in next week because I'm going to be gone yeah. all week next week. So shout out to Jordan. I, I think you guys are covering Jamie Asuma or some shit
1: yeah
2: <laughs> not to spoil the lead but local you know, hero
1: yeah
2: <laughs> local hero i am excited to to listen to that episode just because i'm not going to be on it and i'm not going to get annoyed by my own voice
0: <laughs> so i'll <laughs> check
2: out that episode um but that's it shout out to him shout out to you this is a, actually a really good episode i gotta i gotta admit i really enjoy this
1: episode you're welcome sir so uh after after you get back we'll discuss what we'll cover after that but with that said guys uh, if you're feeling this topic, if you have any theories, if you think the devil fucking did it, hit us up on all the social medias at Art and Jacob do America. Except for Twitter, we are at Art and Jacob do A1. Because goddamn Jordan, That's sometimes it's just how a steak is done. Except for when Jamie Azuna kills you in the fucking jail cell and eats your brains or whatever. Right? I don't think he used A1 sauce for that. Might have used some green L U yukateco, but we'll discuss that next week. But anyways, hit us up on all the social medias. Uh, If you want to support this podcast in any way, guys, I highly recommend you head on over to the Patreon, over at patreon.com slash Art and Jacob do America, where every single week Art and I put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. So head on over there, donate $1, donate $5, donate $10, donate $15, 26, 75, whatever you want to do. whatever. But that gets you access to a catalog of now 160, 116, bonus episodes which will continue to be added on week by week by week by week and nine times out of ten those episodes are better than the actual episode that you're hearing today for free so uh this week i would say they're pretty much on par uh i really like this episode that we did so if you enjoy this episode the cherry for free head on over to the patreon support your boys in the place to be uh if you want to support us in any other way guys i highly recommend you head on over to art where Art has put together a lovely website uh, for your clicking pleasure. I need you guys ahead to, to click on, on the merch links that will take you to our official T Public store where we have four different designs. And uh, like I tell you guys, week in and week out, it's not so much to help us financially in that regard because uh, we probably see like 15, 25 cents from a purchase of a fucking $70 sweater or whatever, however much T Public is selling those on for, or whatever, right? We'll get like a 25 cent commission from that. Uh, but it's not so much for that. Uh, it's more or less for promotion. Uh, I, we really appreciate We really appreciate when you share these episodes, share like the Instagram post, the Twitter post, the, the YouTube uh, you know, uh, post that we put out. We appreciate that. Uh, but if you want to go out in the real world, not just cyberspace and help uh, get the good word of us out, you know, buy a T-shirt, guys. Uh, head on over to Sizzler or where the fuck you guys eat on a Friday night where all the cool kids hang out with little peep music or whatever, right? Put a heart and Jacob do America T-shirt. Let's people know we exist and help spread the word of our show. But um, if you want to hear other great shows, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to Podbelly.com, uh, where we are official members of the Podbelly network. So head on over there. Check out all the great shows, such as Sofa King, hillbilly horror story hillbilly horror stories uh robots for eyes and paranormal punchers but with that said art i'm gonna miss you buddy i wish you were here with the, me in the studio so i can give you some uh, uh some hawaiian uh, uh hawaiian punch. punch some hawaiian punch uh, like a hawaiian <laughs> farewell present or whatever uh but uh we'll see you when you get back enjoy your trip have fun in paradise uh, I hope good. you like
2: almond joys, dude, because I'm gonna bring you back some almond joys,
1: dude. Wait, real quick, real quick thing about fuck it, don't bring me anything back from Hawaii, because when me and my girlfriend were over there trying to fucking buy like souvenirs for people and shit, like everything that's over there, you can literally go to Target or Walmart and buy. Like that's what I was gonna
2: do, dude. I was just gonna get you an almond joy from from man. Target in Hawaii
1: dude we went to a <laughs> but target like,
2: like i i think it's like three more dollars over there it's like five dollars for an
1: yeah yeah it's a little bit more expensive but like that's the bullshit like you go to the target over there and like maybe the, the only difference is is like their spam section is like maybe one more like pig longer because i guess they eat a lot of more spam there but other than that it's the same exact shit dude so don't, yeah dude, don't bring don't any souvenirs bro dude i
2: don't i don't really work like i'm not a big. Ham guy or anything like that. Their fish is all-
1: delicious. Their fish oh, is delicious. I'll do that. I can. I'll.
2: I'll. I'll fuck that up, dude. Because I like
1: fish. I am not a fish guy at all, at all. And that was like the best thing out there, whatever. Right. So yeah. What, I-
2: what is it like? they're Maui, Maui.
1: Uh, it, d- it doesn't matter. You can get a can tuna over there, and it's fucking <laughs> delicious, dog. Like it. Like all the fish that I ate was delicious, dude. Like it's. It's win win.
2: I'll take your word on that. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hawaiian... I think my girlfriend she got paka paka fish or whatever, like she said that, that was a shit. So, uh, but yeah, enjoy yourself, namaste,
2: rest in <laughs> peace, join <James> the <laughs> brothers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so with that said, guys, goodbye and good night. Good night. That's,
0: that's what I'm talking about. I mean, you and all of these other people that we, we know and love, and it and, and just seems like, well, how, why, why would we let that happen to this guy, you know? Why did we let this happen to Janis Joplin, you know, that they're gone? What would Jimi Hendrix be like today? I mean, he'd still be getting it done, don't you think? You know, I don't know, but sometimes the best thing you can do for your career is die. <laughs> Listen like that, manner It's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.